You're listening to Radio Mayapur with the best devotional, meditation, kirtan music, and inspirational podcast. This is Radio Mayapur. Today we're very fortunate in Radio Mayapur. We are doing an, uh, a podcast with Yad Bar Prabhu. This is Ganga Das. We are always in England. The weather is a little funny. Sometimes it goes hot and cold, <laughs> wind and sun and rain. Uh, look like there are four seasons in a day. <laughs> but we are near the manor, a beautiful uh, temple which was donated by George Harrison many, many years ago. We have lots of devotees, big congregation. And today we are interviewing Yadubar Prabhu, who was born in 1943 in California, Orange County, and studied in University of Berkeley. And then he was in the Peace Corps in Malaysia for three years. And then he studied photography, school, and in 1969 and 1970, 69, you met Srila Prabhupada. That's right. So tell us a little bit about yourself, where you grew up in your family, mm-hmm. and how was your upbringing? Yeah, we... Um I remember the first movie I saw, it was a cartoon, Mickey Mouse cartoon. I was about two years old. <laughs> was black and white at the time? Yeah, it was black and white. Yes. And it was projected on, on the wall of our living room okay. with, with a film projector. And I, I, I was very frightened. I, I, I was crying. I was. <laughs> you were scared? I was scared. This wasn't a very good beginning for a filmmaker. <laughs> It's something which but, leaves an impression uh, in your mind. Yeah. My parents are, you know, middle class. My father is a history professor, American history professor. My mother was a teacher in high school. She taught French and Spanish. Wow. And uh, unfortunately, she passed away very early when wow. I was 17. Okay. Uh, but <clears throat> we had a, you know, very loving family uh, growing up. And uh, Were you the only son? Uh, no, I have an older brother. Okay. He was actually in the Navy for uh, flying Phantom Jets. Wow. He flew during Vietnam. Wow. So we had very different uh, lifestyles in, the, in, in in that early period. I was in the Peace Corps and he was in the War Corps. <laughs> yeah, so. Opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Opposite. But... Uh, my dad actually, um, yeah, he came to he came to India. Let me go back. Uh, my first professional assignment after school was to cover the Hare Krishna movement uh, for a magazine, Asia magazine. I took the pictures and Vishaka did the article. Nice. When we walked in the temple, she was completely turned off. Quite, you know. Didn't like it. And I, <laughs> Which I, temple was it? That was the Brooklyn Temple, Henry Street. Oh, okay. 1970. And I had the opposite reaction. I was very attracted right away for some kind of mystical reason. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, we uh, did that article, and that was published. And I, then I had to do a master's thesis in photography. So I, I was very attracted to the devotees. The philosophy, the prasadam, everything, really. So I decided, <coughs> let me go to India to do my thesis and meet Prabhupada. And I did that, and I flew to India, to Mumbai, <coughs> Sorry. in December 1970. And the, the devotees had just left the house I had the address for. And the host uh, of the devotees, he said, they, they've gone to Surat, Gujarat. Mm. 
So he put me on a train that night, and I arrived around 8 o'clock at night. Then I knocked on the door, and the person who answered was the first person I met at the Henry Street Temple. And that was, uh, gosh, I forget his name, uh, Rishi Kumar. Rishi Kumar, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so he was surprised to see me, and I was shocked to see him, actually. <laughs> so he took me to meet Prabhupada that night. And Prabhupada looked at the article I, that I had done. He said, it's very nice. And so I asked him if I could stay and travel with the party. And then he asked me a very direct question. He said, are you going to become a devotee? And I said, I couldn't imagine shaving up because I had you know mustache and long hair. <laughs> <laughs> and wearing the robe. So I said, I don't think so, Prabhupada. So then he said, then you cannot stay. Very strict, probably. Yeah, very strict. Very, very kind of unusual. Uh, so anyway, I spent the night there. I had no place to go, you know. And I got up in the morning, and nobody said anything. Prabhupada didn't say anything. I stayed for two months. <laughs> <laughs> so Prabhupada would understand everyone's mind and heart. Yes. I could understand that from the uh, from that from that incident. And uh, Prabhupada, you know, slowly cultivated me. I would sit in Prabhupada's room and take pictures with, for the guests and his dealing with the guests and so forth. At programs, amazing programs. The Surat reception was incredible. You've probably seen photos and films of yes. it. Yes, I yeah. think the minister came or some high all, people. Yeah, the mayor, all the, all the yeah. officials in town greeted Prabhupada. Yeah. That's just a side note that Actually, we think that Prabhupada, sometimes we think that Prabhupada wasn't so successful before he came to America. But he was very successful in, in cultivating the upper class. When we went back to India, we were invited to their homes, they put on programs for us. Prabhupada cultivated a lot of the you know, leaders of society. Yes. He wanted us to, he wanted the leaders, of course, to take up Krishna consciousness. So he was very successful in that. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so if we traveled uh, on, in the party for a couple of months, went to uh, different places, the uh, well, Surat and then, then Mumbai, and then Allahabad for the Kumbh Mela. And, that was a uh, shock for you, Allahabad. That, I mean, oh, yeah, that tons was, and millions of people, was, and naked, <laughs> naked people, people with ashes, funny guru, incredible. funny sadhus. <laughs> Prabhupada said we should be very careful not to offend them. Of course. He said they're very powerful, yes. some of them. Yes. In fact, he said two of them came to him. They looked like young boys, but they were very old. And uh, I, I don't know what he, what he, what the conversation was about. <laughs> because he spoke to them in Hindi or Bengali or some no, different I language. I, don't, I wasn't there. The Prabhupada told us that. <clears throat> At that time, I was uh, very cold. It was February 1971. Very cold that year. In fact, every year is quite cold. Yes. So I decided to leave after a couple of weeks, two or three weeks in Allahabad. We stayed a month. I went to Benares to meet a friend. I knew the devotees were coming there afterwards, so I uh, waited for them. And then I found out where they were staying when they arrived, and I went to that house, and Prabhupada was in the backyard. And he was sitting on the ground. He had just finished his bat, his massage. 
And he was sitting there, you know, chest, bare chest and just golden, just, you know, <laughs> shining. <laughs> the boys were sitting around him, and Prabhupada had a pot of gore. He had broken the pot and given pieces to the boys to lick. And everybody was just in a wonderful mood. Prabhupada looked at me as I walked in, he said, he, he smiled, a big beaming smile, he said, Krishna has captured you. <laughs> <laughs> and that was very, very nice to hear. Yeah. So when uh, actually you decided to take initiation from Srila Prabhupada? Well, we, um, Vishaka came after two months to meet Prabhupada, and Prabhupada uh, asked us to, uh, we wanted to do a, another a photo essay on a quaint Indian village untouched by modern technology. So Prabhupada, we asked Prabhupada where to go. We didn't know where to go. And uh, he said, wherever you go, you'll get your camera stolen and they will cheat you. <laughs> Maybe Vishaka related to that. Yes, yeah. she and, uh, So he said, best to go to Vrindavan. So we did that. Um, and uh, first we went to Nepal and found a beautiful abandoned, well, abandoned little uh, cabin, hut, really, uh, about 10,000 feet in, in a beautiful valley. Spent about five days there. So Vishaka read the Bhagavad Gita as it is. I brought one copy at that point. And she, uh, that started her transformation to become a devotee. She can mm -hmm. understand that, there's, that she, she might be something other than the body. <laughs> So then we came back to Brent, down to Vrindavan, and that's when she really became enamored with the philosophy and the lifestyle and the culture. Um, fell in love with Vrindavan, basically. It was a wonderful time. And then uh, Gurudas called us to Calcutta to uh, help print, print the uh, first Vyasa Puja book for Prabhupada. We did that. And then came came back to Delhi for the big Delhi program, mm -hmm. Cross Maidan. No, 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 the uh, yes. the uh, LIC grounds. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then Prabhupada took us to Vrindavan. At that point, Vishaka took initiation, and we were married. I had taken initiation earlier in October. This was November. I took initiation. You were already in married at that time. No, you no, weren't. No, we weren't married. So you got married after you got become a devotee, after she became a devotee. Yeah. When you got married in India? Yeah, in Vrindavan. In Vrindavan, wow. In Which no, year it was? 1971. Wow. But nice. November, uh, that was November 29th, I think, yeah. But I was initiated the month earlier in, the Cal in Calcutta. Mm -hmm. I through the same initiation ceremony as Janani Vasprabhu. Nice. Yeah. So from from Vrindavan, Prabhupada took us on a tour of Vrindavan, and uh, then we went to, to different places traveling with Prabhupada, and then we then we came to Bombay, and I was in the room when when the uh, Mr. Nair first met Prabhupada and offered him the land. Nice. And I could tell that he was very he didn't seem honest. Basically, <laughs> you could feel it. I, well, I, he was sweating. He was shaking. He was you know, very nervous. I'm sure Prabhupada understood. So the next day we went to see the land, and uh, nobody, the leaders didn't want to want to move there. Prabhupada said we should immediately move here. From the beautiful apartment near the ocean, Kashkan, go downtown yeah. Mumbai. 
to this, you know, land, this, this hut. It built really quickly. <laughs> Hard. Yeah. So anyway, that, that we know the history. It was a great fight. Yes. Hiroswami has documented that in his book, I'll Build You a Temple. Yes. And um, what else? No, I mean, uh, how you travel around with Srila Prabhupada and you took a lot of photographs, then you start to do videos well. Yeah, that, that came, we were in Juhu, and then Karanda Prabhu, the head of the BBT, asked us to do a, make a film on the movement. There was no films on this con. Right. And then Prabhupada approved of that and gave us $16,000 from his book fund, which was unusual because normally it's meant for printing and yeah. establishing temples. And it was a lot of money. It was a lot time. of money. Yeah. Yeah. To so buy we, the equipment means you bought a camera and... Yeah, bought a camera, editing equipment, and tickets around the world. So we knew the Prabhupada from that, uh, that support, we knew that Prabhupada understood the importance of media. Yes. I mean, people, they were mad at, at after movies. They were mad after movies then, what to speak of now. What to speak, yes. So uh, Prabhupada knew... I knew the future as usual. <laughs> Did Prabhupada anything correct you about some scene you took in a film or something or photography or anything? Did he guide you or did he say oh, maybe better this way or better that no, way? No, no, never. He never guided me. Never, huh? <laughs> so amazing. I remember asking Prabhupada to pose in his room in Vrindavan for a picture. And he was like a little boy, you know, where should I stand? Should have brought up. It was so amazing. endearing. But that picture is, uh, you see Prabhupada with a big smile. He's next to, he has, I think he has his dando, yeah. He's next to the picture of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> Close up in Prabhupada, in uh, his room. Yeah. So in all these years, what is something which really impressed in your mind about Srila Prabhupada? Because you had the opportunity to film him and photography and study him very deeply this person, this amazing personality. Mm -hmm. What is something which remains a very deep impressed in your consciousness or in your mind about Srila Prabhupada? Well, his compassion, but also his uh, incredible uh, energy and um, shakti. Whatever Prabhupada wanted, pretty much Krishna arranged. Yes. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. He just made arrangements. Um, one of the most amazing things, I wasn't there, but Prabhupada stopping in Fiji, just sitting uh, uh, for an hour or two, and the boys came to greet him. I mean, people, Indians, Indian community. And uh, what's his name, the, F the Fiji president who passed away? Uh, Vasudev. Vasudev, yes. Uh, he Vasudev met Prabhupada at that at that stopover in, in uh, Fiji, and Prabhupada asked him, "Do you have a, a Radha Krishna temple here?" And Vasudev said, "No, we don't." So Prabhupada he said, "Ask him to establish one." <clears throat> and then Vasudev describes that Prabhupada touched him, and and he was completely in, empowered. He felt empowered after that to to do something. Amazing. Yeah. So Prabhupada's you know. Energy and, and uh, empowerment was very strong. He empowered a lot of devotees yep. at that time to do many things, you know. I That's mean, right. Uh, like I was speaking to 
Mukunda Maharaj, in Australia, and said that Prabhupada sent them to London and said, Go and open a temple, you know. And they were so enthusiastic, but they had no money, they don't know anything, and they just had a few books. And they started to do Arinam in London, and then everything manifests mm. by. Same with San Francisco. He actually asked Mukunda to go to yeah. San Francisco also. So, amazing personality. Yeah. Yeah. But Krishna made all the arrangements. That means whatever is desired, then Krishna yeah. allowed it to happen. Because he was sincere, honest, and devoted mm -hmm. to the Lord. Wonderful. So, a any particular story you like to tell us about? Srila Prabhupada, that you personally had experience with him. Yeah, the, um, what sticks out, out of my mind is pretty much the only time that Prabhupada chastised me. Why did he chastise you? <laughs> That's a long story. <laughs> Tell us anyway, in short. We, we were in uh, Dallas, uh, I'm sorry, Denver, Colorado. We're on a morning walk. At that time, uh, in previous few months, devotees were very much into diets how to improve the health through dieting right. and fasting. Right. But some there were some disastrous results, and mine was one of them. Oh. It didn't really work out. I actually lost a lot of weight. I couldn't really, uh, you know. You never regained it, man. Oh, well, I did. <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> I did, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, on the morning walk, so... I, uh, we were, Prabhupada was, uh, I think Tamal Krishna Goswami said, Prabhupada, we should just die eating prasadam. Prabhupada said, yes, we should die eating prasadam. And then we were walking along, and so I, I thought I would add my experience. I said, yes, Prabhupada, these diets are useless. So Prabhupada put, planted his cane, turned around to me and said, the diet is useless or you are useless? <laughs> And that was the perfect answer. Yes. Because what 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 was happening there? I was blaming the diet and not taking responsibility. That's what we do. We tend to do conditioned souls. Yes. We blame somebody blame else somebody or some else. circumstances, and we don't take responsibility ourselves. Absolutely. That was a great lesson. Yeah. Amazing how so simple, but proper could redirect. Yeah. And make you understand things. Immediately. Immediately. Wonderful. So, any other things you'd like to tell us that you feel like our audience should know <laughs> about Srila Prabhupada? You spend a lot of time with him and you visit many temples with him. Yeah. So, yeah. were you treated specially because you were doing video or no? You're just a devotee and you're moving no, around? Pretty much, yeah, just regular. Yeah. You follow the same program, Temple Mongolarty, mm -hmm. lectures, and yeah. Sometimes we we try to film Prabhupada. Uh, he actually stopped us in in Denver. We had before Denver, we were filming him extensively in Los Angeles mm -hmm. for a film in his life. We asked him if we could do a film in his life, and he, first he said, "What is the need?" So I said, "The people in the future want to know who started the movement." Prabhupada thought for a bit, and he said, "Then he said, yes, you can okay, do it.' You can do it." <clears throat> so we filmed extensively in L.A. Then we went to Denver and uh, set up lights in front of his Vyasasan. So we came back from the morning walk, and there were some, you know, bright lights on the Vyasasan. 
he wasn't very happy with that. So after the morning program, he called us into his room and he said, whether I'm sitting in Los Angeles or I'm sitting here, what is the difference? Well, you know, the same program. So then uh, that was kind of, that kind of put a halt to our extensive filming of Prabhupada. Some other filming went on after that. But uh, Prabhupada was concerned, what would, we, what would we do next? So I told him that Kirtananda Swami wanted us to do a film on New Vrindavan. Mm -hmm. And he liked that idea. Mm -hmm. So that was our, our next film, uh, Spiritual Frontier. Yes, I've seen that film. Beautiful. Mm. It's very nice. So, but you didn't, it was not so much into like lights or makeup or things. Like, you know, he wanted natural type of things of film yeah, about him. But he would, yeah, I mean, but his point was that it's the same kind, it's the same. Why are we taking this film again and again? The same thing, Guru Puja. And like okay. that. that was his point. Um, so, anyways, we stopped filming, as I said, extensively. And uh, did other projects like the Spiritual Frontier, New Vrindavan. We did a film on um, the li on life, how life comes from life and not matter, mm -hmm. called Spark of Life. Yes. Have you seen that? I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Anyways, there's stories behind each of these films, and we have <clears throat> we have a uh, account of that of our similar to what we're talking about now, a full kind of running account with, with pictures on our YouTube channel. Okay. YouTube channel So is, people who want to re-see these films, or if they haven't seen them, they can search on YouTube. That's and right. what, what should be the line to search? In yeah, the, the channel is Hare Krishna Film Classics. Hare Krishna Film Classics. Classics right. Nice. Okay. All those films are there. And uh, there's this account, as I said, of Bishak and I discussing our, our history with uh, photographs that accompany that. Nice. Each of the films we made and Prabhupada's reaction to them. And, Beautiful. Yeah. Do you have any new project you're doing now? Yeah, we're doing a, uh, restoring all the old original films. Mm -hmm. I mean, were, digitize. Digitize, yes, yes. but in, in a higher quality. They're already digitized. Okay. But we can only afford SD standard definition quality. Okay. That was back in 1998. Everything was digitized. Right. But now there's uh, 2K, there's 4K, there's 8K quality. Different quality. Yeah. So 4K is fine. For it, it'll get the maximum resolution out of a 16 millimeter frame. Nice. And it's really important that we preserve them in the highest quality. Absolutely. And that's kind of an urgent uh, need because the films deteriorate. Mm -hmm. There's also threat of loss or yes. fire. Or like uh, if for storage of all this, you have it on clouds or something. I don't know. How you store this film? No, yeah. I don't know what is the we technology have, we, today. Yeah, we have hard drives. Okay, hard drives. Yes, we can put it on the cloud. That's not too hard. But we have hard drives in different locations. Okay, so that they're safe. Yeah. But it's important to get the transfer done from the original films yes. onto, onto the higher quality digital. What about all the photographs, black and white, you did, you know, there must be thousands of photographs. Yeah, that's, Are you store also this? That's also, that's where the archives, Bhaktivedanta archives. So if people want to see those photographs, they can also access? They have to access them, yeah. From where? 
from, from the Bhaktivedanta Archives. Bhaktivedanta Archive, That's which is located where? North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. So if you go to Google and say Bhaktivedanta Archives, yeah. do you need that permission or you can just access? Yeah, yeah. They, they have, uh, they sell the photographs. Okay. But you can see them you in, can your, see them. There, in your computer. There's low quality, I think there's 20,000 low quality pictures of Prabhupada. Nice. nice. Yeah, so a lot of them are there. A lot, of the film, a lot of the still pictures we took um, before we became devotees in, in India, mm -hmm. they're, not, they're not available. We need to uh, access them and make them From available. where? Where are they? They're with the uh, archives. Some of them are with us, some of the archives. So maybe you have to transfer those also into the yeah. archives as well. Yeah. Which nowadays I don't think is difficult to do. That. Scan them. That's right. Right? Yeah. It's not sure. difficult. Very nice. So, is there any message you'd like to give to the audience of Radio Mayapur, to the people who are listening today to our podcast? Well, one last thing is the Prabhupada told me never to put my camera down. That's... I was actually in a, in a kirtan, taking photos of a kirtan in, in, in Paris. There was an installation of the deities. So, at one point I put my camera down and then started dancing. And I looked at Prabhupada and he said, he said come here. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't put the camera so down. I, it was really loud kirtan, so I had to put my ear very close to Prabhupada's mouth. And the words that came out were, "Don't never put your camera down. <laughs> That's a beautiful So anyway, I always carry my um, my phone, which has a camera. And you take <laughs> nowadays. Nice. But I'm also, I don't, I'm not sure if we're going to make another film. Nice. It's, the last one you make was very powerful, that Hare Krishna. Yeah, the Hare Krishna movie. Yeah, that you know, is very, very powerful. Film. By the way, we have that now in, in all the eight major Indian languages. Oh, okay. Dubbed. Nice, nice. So we're going to present that to the the leaders in India to see nice. what plan they may have for uh, spreading Prabhupada's glory. Absolutely. Because I saw it in Dubai, I saw it in Malaysia, in many different places, yeah. so... People really enjoy it, and some people cry. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's a very, very emotional, emotional film. You know, if you can establish an emotional connection with Prabhupada, that's the best. Absolutely, because he's our acharya for the next 10,000 years. Yeah, I mean, you, we can have some uh, philosophical understanding of, of what Prabhupada is teaching, but if you want to connect to the heart, it's, it's the emotions that do that. Absolutely. We've seen amazing things with that film, actually. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> some people are becoming devotees. Yeah. Watching Many it. people change their vision or become convinced, even whether they were a different religion, Muslim, this, that, Christian. Right. You know, it doesn't really matter because no. it's very powerful media. We're still promoting the film. Yeah. Um, we have access to a, uh, a, a, what, a face, uh, sorry, Facebook group, <clears throat> Tony Robbins. Oh, yeah, Tony Robbins is a famous motivator speaker. Yeah, he gave a free seminar <coughs> during COVID. Yeah. I signed up my daughter for it, but she didn't take it. So I, I uh, just kind of listened in, became part of that group. That's good. And now we're sending invitations to watch the film to three hundred. actually 300,000 people signed up for that mm -hmm. seminar. It's the first free seminar he's ever given. Amazing. Yeah, usually you charge a lot of money. I know. Still yeah. a lot of people go, but... Still. Yeah. 
Three hundred thousand people were on that on that uh, five days, from all over the world, and now it's grown to a million people. Yeah. So we're sending out uh, twenty-five invitations per day. Nice. We've been doing this for two years. Wow. But then you get to the maximum friends, which is five <laughs> five thousand, and those who don't respond, we just take them off and add new ones. Nice. That's good. So that, that's going on. Wonderful. So, any other question I did not ask you? You like to say something more that I haven't asked you? Any well, particular you, you things? You think any more questions? Well, yeah, I can ask millions of questions. Well, let's say, okay, how do you see the future of ISCON? For the example? future of ISCON? Yes. I mean, with your perception, what was before and all the changes that happened, and how we can improve. Now we have 700 temples, we have many schools, mm -hmm. we have many farm community thousands of millions of devotees are joining so the future is bright so how we yeah. can maintain the focus on the mission of lord chaitanya and not just get lost into the institutional aspect for example one and the best way is to become pure okay each one of us pure in heart that's the best way Prabhupada always wanted that from from all of us Actually, the last words to Prabhupada to me were <clears throat> in 1977. He was just a few weeks before he left. I was uh, leading the kirtan. I was the only one in the room, uh, two in the morning, singing. And at one point I stopped and was going to start again. And then Prabhupada said, he said, a person who is expert in one thing, you like the singing, a person who is expert in one thing has the tendency to become expert in all things. <laughs> now become expert in Krishna consciousness. Nice. And that's something for all of us. Absolutely. So that's the best way individually to to um, become, you know, cooperate and become one. When you're Krishna conscious, these these uh, differences fall away. Yes. They're not so significant. Yes. So there are so many things in common. We so can, many things in common. Yeah. So. So these small things, like like how we how we're preaching and who should become guru, and you know these these questions are not so important to divide no. divide us. Absolutely, yes. That's 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 the thing. <clears throat> that's the thing I I see the biggest threat. And Prabhupada's his his famous statement about uh, your love for me will be shown how by how much you cooperate after I leave. So we know his desire. It's just a matter if we want to fu uh, fulfill it. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Yadavarov, for being with us today to this podcasting. I Thank hope you, to Dr. see Dr. you Dr. in Mayapur, and uh, I can serve you in some possible way. We'll see you soon. Thank you okay. so much. You're listening to Radio Mayapur with the best devotional, meditation, kirtan music, and inspirational podcast. This is Radio Mayapur.